Hi, Hornet Nation. This is Daniel Ferguson, proud principal of Hawthorne Middle High School. Ms. McLeod and I are excited to bring the Hornet Nation Station podcast to you each week. As usual, our podcast covers academic and athletic updates, up-and-coming events, and important dates and information. Before we share Hawthorne's announcements, please welcome our partners in education, Ms. Holly Burton and Issa Carter, the Shell team with the Mustang Minutes. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. We're so happy to be here. Well, we're excited to share that this year, um, or the, at the end of this nine weeks this year, for the first time since pre-COVID, we're going to be able to hold um, in-person awards programs and invite our parents in to see their kids celebrate um, the children's accomplishments at the end of the year. So parents, please be on the lookout for those Skylert notifications, letting you know when your children's awards programs are coming up, um, because they will be at the end of this week and next week for each grade level. So, like I said, please be on the lookout for that information. We'll also post it on Facebook. Um, and then also, we have Kona Ice coming to our school on Friday as a fundraiser, and it will allow kids to be able to purchase the Kona Ice. And we are sending information out about that as well, but 20% of all those proceeds come back to our school. So it's a win-win. Our kids get Kona Ice, and our school gets some proceeds to go towards our Positive Behavior Incentive Fund. Yeah, and um, also coming up, we know the end of the year is upon us. Um, we're really excited to host our Hawthorne Middle High School seniors on May oh, yes. 23rd for their senior walk. Oh my gosh, that is such a thrill to be a part of that. When I was a part of that last year for the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, like to see you guys just cheering on those seniors and having them bring it back to Shell. It's such a cool experience. Great memories. Wonderful. It's the Same here. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. And that's what we have today. So we wish you all a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, we thank our Shell family for sharing upcoming events and with our, with our listeners. We also love to hear what the Mustangs are up to. All right. So now we have some important Hawthorne uh, announcements. So please listen up. We have a lot of things going on. First of all, this week and next week, we still have FSA testing. So please, please make sure that your students are here on time. Make sure that they've had a good breakfast, that they've rested well. We have math, I believe. We have science. We have um, the U.S. History EOC. We have geometry. So we have a lot of different um, FSA and EOC tests that that are coming up this week and next week. Um, two events that are happening this Friday, which Shell kind of mentioned that they are doing for the first time, and so we're excited that we're also getting back into the swing of things. We're gonna have our award ceremony Friday, May 20th at 8.15 in the auditorium. So we're gonna be spotlighting senior scholarships um, and all students who, who either made all A's, 
AB Honor Roll, and Honor Roll. We also have a couple of students that we're going to be recognizing for perfect attendance, so that's pretty awesome. And I believe, Mr. Ferguson, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's going to be all grades except for eighth grade because eighth grade is going to be recognized at their graduation. Is that right? That's right. That's that right. is correct. And speaking of eighth grade graduation, um, that's actually going to be next Wednesday, um, May 25th at 8.30 in the auditorium. So that's coming up. So also Friday, May 20th, going back to that, we're going to have the 8th grade social at Little Orange Creek Park, and that's always a great time. Oh, yeah. and it's from 6 to 8. So I believe Mike Castles is the person to contact if you have any questions regarding the social. But last year was a blast. It's going to be so much fun. So hopefully we'll see your 8th graders there. Um, and senior graduation. It's going to yes. be next Tuesday, next Tuesday, May 24th, which is my birthday, but you know what? There's nowhere else I'd rather be than, than announcing those names and watching <laughs> our students walk across the stage. Um, so that's going to be at 7 p.m. at the Phillips Center Performing Arts. And also, the day before, as Shell just mentioned, um, is our senior breakfast. So part of the senior breakfast is that tradition of walking through Shell Elementary. So seniors, please bring your cap and gown and be prepared to um, get that get that applause and adoration yep, yep. and everything that you've earned that you've worked so hard towards. So please go ahead and, and get ready for that. And really, honestly, it's hard to say who's more who's more excited and emotional during that time, if it's the kids or the adults or the... Yeah, we get excited too. And, and we also will do a graduation rehearsal as well, uh, right after the walk. So make sure you have your cap and gowns and make sure you're ready for that. All right, Mr. Ferguson. Yeah, all right. We have some exciting... Uh, guests here with us today. We're really excited to have uh, two winners of the Equal Justice Initiative Essay Contest that was done throughout uh, Alachua County. And we have our very own uh, Jackie Roberts and Maya Brooks. Students, uh, we ask you to, well, they were asked to examine the history of a topic of racial injustice and to discuss the, uh, its legacy today. Essays were to explain the, cho uh, the chosen topic using a specific historical event or events, explore how the injustice persists, and, Im and, and imagine solutions for the future free, from, free of racial injustice. Students were encouraged to reflect on how the topic impacts their own lives and their community. And I do have to interrupt you for just a second. So Saturday, they had a ceremony at the Waldo Caboose, uh, which is a historical landmark there in Waldo. And they were asked and had the opportunity to share those essays um, and to share their topics and be recognized for their efforts. And um, uh, we were able to go there to support them and cheer them on. And they have some amazing topics that they chose to write about. Yeah. And and you guys out here did an amazing job. And let's start with our first place winner, Kamaya Brooks. Woo! What did you write about? Why? And share some of your uh, essay if you would like with our listeners. Um, I wrote about an equal access to education, and <clears throat> and I um, I wrote about that. I picked this topic because it's very personal. And it's also one of the many things that people really don't shed light on. So it's kind of like writing about it, shedding some more light on it, which is help people understand that just because this was supposed to end a while ago doesn't mean that it did. Okay. Part of my essay says, when you think about segregation in school, the first thing that pop up in mind is Brown versus the Board of Education. In the Civil Rights Movement, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled unanimously 
that racial segregation in public schools violated the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. The 14th Amendment states that no one should deprive any person that is a citizen of the United States of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. The segregation of school does every single one of these things, and it's not fair to the black American citizens. It was very unequal, and just the whites treated the black schools like they were trash and also gave the white schools better education, while the African American schools didn't really get anything. All right. Awesome job. I heard you. I hear you want some money with that, too. I'm not going to ask you how much, but uh, significant, huh? Yes, sir. And, and, let's, and let's look at our second place. Now, we were blessed to have three winners from Hawthorne. We had Yukamai Brooks, Jackie Roberts, who's going to speak next, and um, Shania Sessions also won third place. So we're, we're excited about that. But uh, Ms. Roberts, Jackie Roberts, tell us about your essay. Uh, why did you write about it? And if you want to share a part of it, go ahead, go right on ahead. Yeah, so I wrote about racial terror lynching and violence, and it's really important uh, to speak about it because it still happens. And it, it doesn't happen as much as it did in the past. It used to happen every single day. But now it still happens, and it's covered up a lot, which is really bad. Um, part of mine says... Racial terror lynching is an act of lethal violence aimed toward people due to their race in an effort to terrorize that community as a whole. Starting as Reconstruction failed following the Civil War, Southerners believed that enslaved African American people were less than human and were subordinate. Due to their beliefs, they began to use violence to create a system of racial hierarchy, putting themselves at the highest point. The Southerners began accusing African Americans of things that were not in the slightest a crime, such as being on the sidewalk, looking at a white woman, talking to a white woman, and even because they would not call a white man, sir or mister. After being accused, these crimes seemed to be so horrifying that many of the accused were beaten or even killed because of it. These acts of violence were not directed just to the person who was brutally murdered, but to the entire African American community in an act of terrorism. Having held so much fear due to the racism aimed towards them, they had no choice but to listen to the law for African Americans. Even today, there are incidents similar to these. Police are being called on people for simply doing everyday things while being black. Jogging, Ahmaud Arbery, February 23, 2020, sleeping in their own home, Rihanna Taylor, March 13, 2020, and even walking home from a convenience store, Elijah McClain, August 30, 2019. The racial bias, a personal and sometimes unreasonable, unreasonable judgment made solely on an individual's race within our society and even our own community, has brought fear into the hearts of our neighbors, into the hearts of us. Awesome. Both of those are powerful, awesome. powerful topics. So if I can just ask you guys a question, and I know it's kind of putting you on the spot, but both of you guys you know, chose very different topics, and you know, they both talk about the, and they, they cover the Equal Justice Initiative's um, purpose, um, which Mike, Mr. Ferguson read earlier, you know, uh, a chosen topic using specific, uh, specific historical events, how the injustice persists, and then solutions for a future that hopefully will be free of racism. So in your essay, did you um, spotlight any of those things? Did you spotlight how we can build a better future, how we can create a better future. Would you be able to share a little bit of your essay that focuses on that part? Or thoughts. Or just your thoughts, even if like maybe you didn't put something specific in your essay, but just some thoughts that you might have on it. So whoever would like to go first. Yeah, so I put, um, the, I used the Newberry Six as an example because it's one of the most well-known um, lynching cases in our area. And it was it was a very tragic, thing that happened in the past and uh, a way to like 
solve or fix this now is to include more uh, racial classes like African-American history in our schools and educate people even if they aren't in school anymore on these things and use that knowledge to make uh, the world a better place. Right, and I know they have a Newberry awesome. Six, I want to say, um, ceremony or remembrance. I think they do it every year as a way to remember the past, learn from it, and you know move more towards harmony, racial harmony, and recognizing the injustices and making sure that we don't repeat those. Mm-hmm. Um, Kamaya, when you chose your topic on um, you know, segregation in the classroom and uh, just the inequalities in education. Was there anything that came to mind or anything that, that you thought of or since then might have thought of about what are ways that um, schools can work towards that or things that, that schools should keep in mind when they're trying to make sure that education classes are equitable? One thing I definitely thought about was like Jackie said, have more uh, African-American history classes to, you know, maybe shed some light on the different things. But also I was thinking about um, the schools that have more so black kids, like fund them just as much as like the schools with more so white population are being funded. So like smaller schools that usually have around a couple people, but they also have more so African-American kids help with funding because usually those schools like that don't really have much. Okay, so just make sure there's equitable funding and things like that. And I know here at Hawthorne, one of the things that we really try to strive and work towards is making sure that all of our students have the opportunity to take AP classes or honors classes so that everybody has an opportunity before they've graduated to at least take an AP class. You know, two, a a lot of students take two, so that they have the opportunity to experience a college level class, a higher level class, and just, like I said, try to give that opportunity to everyone. Right, very powerful uh, comments, and, and, and certainly thank you for sharing your, your essays with, with us and our listeners. Uh, I enjoyed it, and I know um, our listeners will as well. Uh, and we wanna thank Shania um, Sessions as well. I mean, she's not here today, but uh, I know she wrote a a very uh, powerful piece as well. And so thank you, ladies. Uh, this just goes to show how Hawthorne, you know, we have amazing talent here at our school, and you, you ladies are certainly uh, representing that. Today's podcast has been so full of fantastic information, and our, we thank our special guests. I know our listeners were able to find something specific, uh, 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 special for them. There are so many great things happening at Hawthorne. We will continue to invite weekly guest speakers to ensure the word gets out. Hawthorne may be small, but our community is mighty, and today is certainly talented. Hornets, always remember that we are proud of you, and we care about you. You You are the why we come to work every day to help you succeed. This is Mr. Ferguson. And Ms. McLeod. For the Hornets Nation Station Podcast.